Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Copy Corner with your host, Terry Schilling. And Dan Marzullo. Yes, this is our corner of the internet where we like to share copywriting and content writing tips for business owners, marketers, freelancers to help them stand out online. And today we want to focus on a topic for busy freelancers, Dan, right? And as you see here, we want to talk about how to effectively hire outside contractors when you're too busy as a freelancer. So there's times where we're drowning in work and we need extra help. You know, how do we find those reliable contractors, right? Or if a past client comes to us and they want to work with us, but we don't have the time, but of course, maybe we still want to take on that contract. How can we bring on contractors to you know, help succeed and effectively deliver quality work? Absolutely. And I think this is a good timing, Terry, because last week we talked about feast or famine, right? So now we're kind of going the other yeah. way. Like last week was, oh, if you don't have enough work this week's okay, you have too much work. Now what are you going to do, yeah. right? Yeah, I've, I've seen this pop up on like Reddit threads and you had someone reach out to you on LinkedIn and not a lot of people are talking about this. And it's like, how do I navigate this conversation with my client? Or, you know, where do I go to find, you know, reliable, talented, you know, freelancers? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll kick it off, Terry. Yeah, go ahead and give your best advice for this one. Yeah, so my best advice to to really get started with this is really just be honest with the client, you know, at, you know, at the front of it by saying that, you know, I see that you want to work with me. I'm just letting you know that I have a busy schedule, but I do have a team of writers that work with me and that worked with me on the past. And so I can bring them on to, to help with this project. And then I can also, you know, review it and make sure that I take some final edits. So we're working collaboratively as a team. Um, and ultimately, you know, Dan, this is a sign of growth as a freelancer. If you're, you know, this sought after and you need some extra help too. Um, it's happened to me where I've worked on a project and then they have a larger, you know, content or deliverables. And so I'm able to bring on some more writers, but the key is to be transparent about that with your client because they reached out to you to hire you and work with you. So you don't want to just like, yeah, let's do it. And then you're too busy and you get greedy, you know, and then you just dump it to someone else. And then you take the credit. You're basically marketing, Hey, I need a ghostwriter right now for this. Um, you know, and let's say the con the client finds out they may be unhappy with that. So it's always just good <laughs> to be upfront about it as well when you're dealing with this. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, yeah, that's kind of what you got to do, right? You got to be upfront and say, Hey, I'm, I'm growing. My business is growing. I'm busy. Um, it's not just me anymore, right? I've got this team and you know, we can serve you, but it's not going to be my direct work. And usually they're yeah. pretty cool with that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think if you market it, like this is my team and, you know, reach out to writers who have, you know, who you have worked with before in the past and maybe work in that niche as well. But like, I know a great writer who works in, you know, the finance space, it can really help with this project as well. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, Dan, that's my advice. I know you had some advice about, you know, where to find and how to hire reliable contractors. Yeah, definitely. No, I had a uh, connection on LinkedIn ask, Hey, you know, that was her biggest struggle is, you know, finding quality contractors that can actually support her clients so that, you know, they're not like, Oh, this is, you know, this isn't the same level that we're used to. Right. And so, right. um, my biggest piece of advice for that is find like a quality sourcing channel, right? Don't go looking mm -hmm. on, you know, Fiverr for $5 freelance writers that you're going to, you know, that are going to produce this spectacular work for your high end clients. Right. So, um, so for me, and this is what I've kind of done 
over the last year that's been super helpful is created like this little freelance hiring funnel, right? So, because mm -hmm. um, you always need, you know, as your stuff's growing and you always need new writers, you know, kind of that whole HR recruiting and finding writers process is a lot of work and it's time consuming. So, um, one thing that I do, which is super helpful, is, you know, get on LinkedIn, right? Search out um, freelance writers and then, you yeah. know, save a handful, save like 100 writers on there, um, connect with them. And then view their portfolio, check out their work and see if, okay, is this, you know, guy or gal uh, a good fit for what I'm doing? Do I like his or her work? And if so, once you connect with them and they accept, shoot them a message and say, you know, hey, I've got this email list um, full of freelance writers that I reach out to when we need new writers to help with projects for our clients. Uh, you know, do you want yeah. me to add you to the list, right? And if you're a freelance writer looking for additional projects, like obviously you're going to say yes to that, right? So yeah. um, get them on that list and then build up over time. If you do this every week on LinkedIn, um, finding more writers and adding them to that email list, you'll have this great database. So when you're ready and you, oh shoot, we need a writer for this, you can mm -hmm. fire off that email and say, hey, here's what we're looking for. You know, shoot me back if you're uh, interested. And then just like that, you can get these inbound people coming to you saying, oh, would love to help out, Dan. And you've kind of created this yeah. simple process. It's not going to take up, you know, tons and tons of your time. Yeah, no, I like that. And also just be weary, too, of just going on LinkedIn and being like, hey, I need I need some help on this project. You know, who's available as a freelance writer? Uh, because then you could get flooded with a lot of messages and people can find and do the research and find a personal email, maybe find your number and call you like, hey, I saw your post, which has happened. You know, I've made that mistake. Um, but again, like you said, go within your network as well. Um, reach out to you know any other writers that you may know and be like, hey, do you know anybody who could help with me or are you available? Um, and that way it's just easier to vet a writer like that. Uh, mm -hmm. And I always like asking for like a link to their portfolio and oh, making yeah. sure that I can see work examples uh, before I just say, oh, you can help me. You know, that's great. <laughs> like, let's just do this. I need to see some of that work for, first. And, you know, Dan, we talked a little bit, you know, before we jumped on, you had some advice about going to sites like Upwork and Fiverr too, just in case, like if you're wanting to hire outside work. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I think LinkedIn is my number one channel, but yeah, I mean, Upwork, I've found some writers on there as well. Um, Fiverr, mm -hmm. I would avoid just because it's usually, you know, you're looking at $5 freelance gigs. It's so hard to, I've never found quality um, contractors there personally. Yeah. I think it's just like being careful. Like if you want to find someone who's experienced and can help you, um, you know, it's just, you're gonna have to do a little bit more work on Fiverr and Upwork to find those type of writers. And if you just, similar to LinkedIn, if you just make a post, if you just put a job up there, you could get flooded with a lot of, you know, copywriters who, you know, maybe don't have the experience, right? So just something to be mindful of for sure. Yeah, definitely. And then the last piece of advice for this is if you are a freelancer and you're really busy with work and you're bringing on outside contractors, is to make sure that then you increase your prices as well because you want to make sure that you do earn a profit and that you just don't keep your normal rates and then you're having other people help you out and then you realize well hey i did not make as much money you know on this contract as you know i typically do so you know be mindful of that and do you have anything else to add on that uh aspect dan yeah no i think that's huge i think that's the first mistake when as a freelance writer that's kind of outsourcing and working with other contractors as part of a team 
you know, mm -hmm. in the early stages, they forget to do that. They say, oh, well, here's my freelance rates and then that's it. Right. And then you forget, oh, well, right. I need to um, increase those so that I can actually take some margin of that so I can make a profit for my time managing the project still because you're still the project manager. Um, right. But then also so that that gives you enough um, money to play with to find other writers that are going to be a high enough caliber for what you need, right? You, it's it's so true every time. It's you get what you pay for, right? So if you can right. have more budget to play with to produce and just blow the client out of the water, that's going to be how you do that. You got to get those rates up a little bit before you bring in more people than just yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Great advice there, Dan. And everyone, that's what we have today for how to effectively hire contractors when you're too busy as a freelancer. This is be a better alternative than not having a lot of work <laughs> yeah. is getting too busy or having a lot of people reach out to you to work with you. Um, but again, just be careful navigating this and just be upfront, transparent with your client um, that you're going to bring on other writers and then know, you know, I have a strategy in place to really find those writers. But Dan, like you said, building that list up so you have go-to people right away really makes that transition pretty seamless. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode of The Copy Corner. Love what you do. Proceed with passion. We will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening and watching. <laughs>